You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman and trainer, trainer, trainer is at the beach. He's at the Jersey Shore. He's soaking up all the rum ham he can possibly find. And now our producer steps out from the KHOL behind the stage shadows. Adele Smith is here to join us. Howdy, everyone. Adele. How feeling you, good. You feel, I was about to ask, how are you feeling? It's I'm the, feeling great. It's the beginning of the sports, you know, the football sports cycle. Fall is here. Football is back. People in the South don't realize that it's the fall besides the, right. the football. The weather doesn't quite shift as drastically, but there is a little crisp in the air. A little tinge of less humidity down there. And the, the leaves here are changing a little bit. There's a brisk breeze at night. You got to wear a jacket now. Yeah. Fall it's, is here. Fall is here. And I'm seeing less... Uh, designer dogs walking around Jackson in like those really, you know, those leashes, the harness, those dog harness, they have toy dogs and dog, har- dog harnesses. Right. That always freaks me out. I'm like, you should just, or the ones in the, uh, in the strollers or in like the vests. You're like, uh, guys, I'm missing the point of the dogs here, guys, guys, the dog dogs do it serve a purpose. Yeah. I have not a, just bait. I have exactly like I have a brown dog that fetches the ball, brings it back to me, makes me happy. I got a black dog that barks at people every time they come in the door. I'm like, at least you'll let us know if anybody had, comes in the house. Right. Mine will let us know if cheese is being opened anywhere, if there's mm-hmm. a snack on the floor. Other than that, snooze city. Max keeps the kitchen floor rather clean. Oh, it's shining. Top of the Chrysler building. Um, also, big news. Your son, Ward, has started soccer and he seems like he's into it. Oh, he's a monster. He's four and a half. He was his face was so red today when he was running around. He was so intense about it. He said, "Mom, we lost the game." I was like, "Buddy, you're in a practice. You didn't even didn't, there wasn't even a scrimmage really. You're doing drills." What score? <laughs> What's the score? He was pumped about it. It's fun to see him out there. It's fun to get your kids involved in sports eventually. Um, last year he wasn't. He didn't even know what was going on. So this year's hopefully going to be a little more. You know what I did notice about him this summer is that he could keep up with the Brave score. And he'd yep. get stoked about the Braves scoring. Right. And so he would come outside and be like, the Braves scored another one. I'm like, That's right. what's going on? Baseball? Are they, you into he this? got into the Olympics, too. He could, you know, it went, it's like the swimming races, the track and field, <laughs> women's beach volleyball. Yeah, who's not into women's <laughs> beach not, volleyball? Good for we him. We watched a lot of women's beach volleyball this mm-hmm. go-round. Yes. <laughs> His dad probably put it on. was like, yeah. you need, oh, here's some more life lessons than you know in this ward. I, I mean, there's women there. Impressive athletes. So, yeah, it's fun. Soccer? What's after soccer? Anything? I don't know the sports Ski schedule school. in Jackson. Ski school. For four-year-olds, that's pretty much what we have going on. Well, in southern Alabama, it was like soccer led into basketball that led into... I mean, football. Football. I forget. It all overlapped. At one point, you were all playing like three or four different sports, and you'd open your gym bag, and you'd be like, this is the right jersey, Mom! <laughs> my mom packed my sister's shirt again. Damn! How many times I wore Sophie's, your Sophie's particularly. By the way, we are related. Anybody that's living out, right. uh, listening, Adele and I are brother and sister. She is four years older than I am. Four Wiser. grades. Four grades. I look much younger. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about that. And I'd open and be like, I got to wear Sophie's to gym class. Hopefully nobody, hopefully nobody will notice. Everybody <laughs> noticed. I was like, this is the worst. My life is over. 
Uh, those are the days. Uh, our moms, our moms still packed our gym bag. That was great. Are you going to do that for Ward? Uh, I hope not, but probably. I mean, how else is he going to get his stuff to school? I mean, I don't know. Especially it's, when they have to pack the big five now. All the hats and gloves and boots and skis. I mean, snowsuits. There's a big five in everything. Skis, boots, poles, pass, helmet, stash, uh, shovel, goggles. goggles. There it is. Bam. Um, gone to look goodies. Uh, Tramban needs to expand their song a little bit. Um, the list is grown. What's it in kayaking? Paddle, boat, PFD, helmet, spray skirt? Can't verify that, but that sounds right. I don't know. Maybe my brain only works in increments of five, and that's how I remember that everything. That sounds about right. Okay. Five is probably your top limit. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> I've had some TBIs littered throughout my life. Um, None that I contributed to. I don't think so. How about when I opened the door and you ran into it on your scooter? No recollection of that, but that might be the problem. Ooh, off the hook. <laughs> right. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> no. Um, there is a little bit of a – we ended our bison goring bonanza that we run from Memorial Day to Labor Day. With the under hit at 1.96. Our over was at 2.75. Three days after we ended it, a tourist guy had a little dust up with a bison and got thrown to the ground. Ugh. The under hit? That's the first year the under hit in a long time. I know. And we were this close for the overhitting. There was all the video, all it shows is a cloud of dust and this human laying on the ground and the other humans running away. And I was like, <laughs> was that it? Was that it? Did I miss it? Did I miss it? And the caption was like, more news to come. And I was like, three days late, Bison. You should have. Obviously, you're not loyal listeners. Otherwise, you would have known the over Holding was going to hit. Yeah. Seriously. Or maybe the Bison knew. They're like, let's hit the under cash out and then right. just start messing tourist up <laughs> we got to make some money on this season guys yeah let's not go after them too too fast i think it's becoming more of a wide uh widely known phenomenon it's not the right word but Event? you see videos of it like catching on a national websites and in the news and stuff so maybe people are a little more aware maybe there's less bison maybe they're not on the road anymore i don't know who knows i don't know Somebody probably knows. There's probably less bison. If anything, when it comes to wildlife in this day and age, I'm like, there's probably less of them unless it's rats or pigeons. Right. And coyotes. Apparently coyotes are taking over every major city. Well, you know, take it back. Do what they got to (laughs) do. Coyotes, we're taking it back. Yes. Medium dogs. Medium-sized dogs. We're in your (laughs) trash. We're in your sewer. We're going to steal your children. We will eat that. It's their slogan. Is that we, yeah. Coyotes, we will eat that. We will eat that. I like it. I think we'll probably start selling a shirt like that once we get our merchandise up. You know, our merchandise guy kind of is not in merchandise anymore. So Oh, he moved on? He moved on. Couldn't find a place to live? Yeah. A variety of things. <laughs> um, let's huddle up. A lot to talk about this week because football is back. That's right, people. And this is where my wife doesn't understand that if you time it right, football is on six days a week. Thursday, occasionally Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and the and the Mac on Wednesday. Ugh, you say, wait a minute. It. I thought football's on Saturday and Sunday. I was like, we have been together for almost a decade. I need you to figure this out. <laughs> I've got plans six to seven nights a week. This is where I start. I'm like, she's like, aren't you glad the smoker? You can start smoking things in the fall. Like, you realize, you know, I, I do this baited conversation. Like, you realize if I start smoking meats, I... I Smoke on a Traeger, which is automatic. It involves really no supervision whatsoever. I'm like, I have to watch it 
just in case. And I'm, I'm going to do it on Saturday. I'm actively marinating meats, okay? I look at Watching this. Watching this marinade. Can, can anybody spray this meat like I'm spraying this I don't pork butt? So. No. And by the way, the overhit on the, uh, on the Minnesota-Iowa State game. I mean, what would be your personality, Massey, if it wasn't smoking meats and IPAs <laughs> and uh, crafted beers? I'm getting to that age. I've had a couple people. I had my doctor. <laughs> shout out Dr. Williams. He, uh, he listens to the podcast religiously. I was like, hey, man, I want to cut some corners. My, shoulders, my shoulder needs to get stronger. I did. This is an accomplishment. I did one push-up yesterday. One. That's great, bro. Very stoked about it. That is great. And so I called him and I was like, hey, man, what can I do to help myself out? If y'all don't know what Dr. Williams looked like, he looks like Mr. Clean with 50 more pounds of muscle. This man is jacked. He works out every day. He's got three kids and he has a practice by himself. He's Superman. And I was like, well, you know, maybe Dr. Williams. And he was like, uh, diet and exercise. Like, come on, dude. You know what I'm getting at? <laughs> Just, just you know, subscribe me some stuff. He was like, "What's your vitamin D intake?" I was like, "God, that's not what I wanted to hear." This is, this is not it. He's like, "Oh, am I now giving you the speech where you're in your mid 30s and this is gonna take a while?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll take Fine. my, all right, I'll go back to the bands and start pulling on the doorknob with the band. It's boring." You're getting there. First time um, in the water this weekend, though. I completely forgot what I was talking about when it came to my shoulder injury. I forgot too. Oh well. Football's back, marinating Fo- meats, your personality <laughs> My traits. Personality. This <laughs> is what I got. Between? Yeah, I'm I'm getting to the age where three things define me. <laughs> your limit's five, so you're halfway there. All or right. Over average. All right, at least it's not golf. No <laughs> offense against golfers. Uh, Wes, I love you, but Lord Almighty, I was drafting fantasy football the other day and there was about five people talking about the different courses in their home course and what they were shooting, and I was like, are you is, are people engaged in this conversation? Like people are riveted by each other's scores and where they're playing. Like, oh, you got into the short grass, saw grass members amateurs tournament. Like, yeah, man, it was really cool. Like pageantry. And I'm like, good lord. Did a- you use the um the Snoop Dogg quote from Starsky and Hutch? Uh, no. What's when they're that? like, you know a lot about golf, and he's like, no, man, I know a lot about grass. Who's <laughs> their caddy? Great classic. Probably way over everyone said since that movie came out like 20 years ago. 10 years ago, maybe. College 15 years ago. My mom said I couldn't handle the V8. I'm not your mom. I'm your partner. Um, uh, all right. We should huddle up. All right. Huddle up. Uh, the huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, your quote or question of the week. That is your flex option. I'll kick it to you, Adele, for the good news of the week. Good news. Um, Layla Fernandez electrifies the U.S. Open as she becomes the youngest female to get to the semifinals since 2005. If y'all haven't seen this adorable Canadian, uh, I think she's like 5'6", the youngest female to reach U.S. semis since an 18-year-old Maria Sharapova did it. She's the youngest player to defeat two WTA top five players at the same major since Serena Williams. Whoa. Basically, she's awesome, and the Canadians are kind of sweeping up the tennis game right now. Uh, she was asked in a post-game interview, what are they feeding you guys up north to make you all so good at tennis? And she just sort of replied, it's the maple syrup, I think. She's awesome, and she's young. She knew the Canadian humor. Yeah. I was going to say poutine. Nailed it <laughs> on the big stage. So you all should keep your eyes open for her. She's great. What's her name? Layla Fernandez. 
That's such an un-Canadian. That's such an un-Canadian name right. in my in my tiny little brain that has Canadian names in it. Right. But it because uh, there's only one type of Canadian name. So it's like O'Leary, <laughs> yeah. or like, like Francois Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, Yukon Cornelius. It's like I just got. Why are you so good at tennis? I chop wood. You're like yeah. okay, that makes sense. All of this translates. Uh, uh, I'm being married to someone who's from Vermont, maple syrup. You thought would was produced nowhere else, but apparently Canada's <laughs> got some. They have a they have a line on some maple syrup trees too. And she beat two top five players. Right, she did. So just it's kind of a Cinderella story that I just started following all recently. Right. Stay tuned so, next week when we forget to update you about tennis. Good story. That is good news. Talking um, tennis. That's and that was talking tennis for the year. Okay, so back on track here. Fans are back. Football <laughs> stadiums are filled until they're not going to be filled in probably I would say week three, but. Some of the images that I saw over the weekend, I know every sports podcast is talking about how great fans are. I'm not going to give Virginia Tech an inner Sandman credit because I didn't know they played inner Sandman because why? Because Blacksburg is not in, on my radar. I choose not to watch Virginia Tech unless forced. And s- until they show up and they beat Virginia to everything and it's right. annoying. And exactly. you're like, I, I forget about you and you annoy me. But I did watch most of the Notre Dame FSU game and the Tomahawk Chop in Tallahassee is so great electric and and again i was explaining it to my uh, wife hillary she's like what are they doing i was like this is the most electric chant in college football and i just turned it up real loud she's like this is cool and it was just all maroon and gold tomahawk all all over the place getting into it mckenzie milton uh their backup quarterback came in and they were so much better this guy suffered a horrific knee injury and hasn't played football in two three years. years two years two or three years yeah he was and, a feel-good story. And then it was Bobby Bowden night. They named the field after after Bobby Bowden, which I'm not sure if there's anything cooler than having a field named after you. Maybe fields fields up there. I feel Could like you, if a you, field, stadium, the stadium, airport, is like, building, team. I mean, airport, airport. That's kind of boring now, you know. Welcome, but also everyone cusses like they get so pissed. At the airport. So it's like, I wouldn't want somebody like every time I fly into Massey Siemens Airport, <laughs> they JFK. lose my luggage. Like, JFK is such whoever, a mess. Whoever LaGuardia was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. LaGuardia might be. A, and the stadiums are for the highest bidder. Like, right. this, the field, the court, the the surface, whatever you play on, like the track, that's probably named after a legend. Right. And one that people, you know, beloved. respect. Beloved is a great word for it. Yeah. So fan, fans are back for the next two weeks until we uh, figure out that we can't crowd indoor stadiums with 30,000 people. Uh, <laughs> I think we would have figured that out by now, but what? we're going back. We're just let, let it ride. Uh, what is your critical number of the week? Critical number of the week, 8 million. Oh, boy. I have something dark to say, but I'll go ahead and let you explain that. Um, it is the number of people, this is before streaming views are counted, that tuned in to the Georgia-Clemson oh, football game. I thought you were going to say something about deaths. But go, yeah, I'm so happy, I'm so happy <laughs> it's get 8 million. Get your mind out of the dark side. Um, more people watched the Georgia versus Clemson game than five out of the six NBA playoff games. The last NBA, the game six or the Bucks won, they, there were more than 8 million. But um, it was a massive turnout for week one. People have been starved of sporting events. Yes. And college football in particular. And then right around quarters two, three, and into the fourth, they were like, do I have to keep watching this? That's probably true. Question for you on this topic. What do you think the most 
watched sporting event in the world has been in the last 10 years and in just the U.S. Whoa. Okay. Last 10 years, it's got to be a World Cup for the world. Named it. Nailed it. FIFA World Cup 2010. It's not the last 10 years, but whatever. Who was that? France versus... uh... 3.2 3.2 billion people turn, tuned in. It's How do you massive. have the bandwidth to do that? I don't know. Um, that's that was that was where Zidane headbutted the guy. I, I I'm can't almost certain reference it. any soccer whatsoever. Well, somebody said something about his Besides Albanian about his Albanian mother, and if anybody knows anything about Albanian history, they have suffered enough. Do not comment. Don't you be talking about your mamas. This, especially if she's Albanian, and you will the most cool, calm, collected player in soccer history is Zidane. Everyone knew that it was his last game. He was like, nope, that line you don't cross. I don't care if I'm in the world's biggest agent. 3.2 nice. billion people are watching. You are going to the ground right now. When Ward's in the World Cup, and he if he has to defend my honor, I'm, I'm all for it. That's pretty odd. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, biggest one in the United States, Alabama-Georgia in, um, <laughs> no. in the championship game. No? Obvious one. Uh, Patriots-Seahawks, $114 million Super Bowl. But, okay, so I looked it up, and for the past, it was like the top 35 events or whatever. And this is Wikipedia, too, so who knows if it's right. But all of them were Everything Super Bowls the except for one. And it was the MASH Farewell Goodbye 1983. It was like number 24 <laughs> or something. Garnered an amazing million number of viewers in 1983. So... I didn't know MASH was that popular, but I'm not. I didn't know in 1983 they could have enough viewers to put that on. You ha- so for those younger listeners, in 1983, in fact, from till about 2004, two, one maybe, you had to be at a certain place at a certain time in order to watch what you wanted to watch. Meaning right. you scheduled your day and Around you sat down in front of the watch your programs what are you betty white <laughs> who says that um gotta get gotta watch my programs gotta watch my programs I'm like what are the soaps on what is it this judge yeah. judy those are midday not yeah. nothing is to judge judy i know you're a local listener so we're huge judge judy fans huge here. judge judy fans fun fact about mash and i'm gonna mess this up but one of davin davin hassel my childhood friend who adele knows his grandfather is a character on MASH, not the actor, but is the actor oh, plays yeah. his grandfather on MASH. Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah. It's probably why I was so popular. I was basically there. Well, and, I was, and when I was looking this stuff up, all of the numbers before streaming and, and internet became available were much higher than... Now, I don't know, I, it, because there's so many outlets for you to watch, you don't have sure. to sit down and watch a game when it comes on at, the same, you know, at that time. Um, so let's like do a quick cute. quick commentary on the Georgia-Clemson okay. game. Six, six points were scored by the offenses, three by Clemson, three by Georgia. There was a pick six by Georgia. It really was. It was very funny to watch because it was a defensive battle. Now, we say defensive battle in the SEC. When the SEC fans watch Big Ten football, we when there's just defense going on, we say this is trash. Right. And I figured out why. Do tell because SEC fans only like SEC and they think everything is trash besides SEC. Accurate. Accurate. That's what I thought. Okay, well, I'm on. saying I'm saying <laughs> that fandom is accurate, but also in my brain it's accurate as well because I watch Big Ten football. I'm like boring. It looks like when the SEC defenses are stopping something, they're stopping something exotic, meaning right. the, the coaches are adjusting. They're make they're trying to make plays and. And the Big Ten, they're just doing 
halfback dive up and down the field and they're saying if you can beat us in the very generic run game or pass game then you then you get that one then you then you win when the sec it's like no you're you're playing chess and you don't know what's happening and you're still getting the cornerback and everywhere else is is just basic football right that you're stopping now georgia's defensive line looks scary good incredible i mean that's a huge that's a huge i mean to state the obvious it's like them winning against clemson could come down to whether they're in the BCS playoffs or not. It's like that's going to be a major – I mean, depend, maybe Clemson turns out to be trash this year and it's not quite as mm-hmm. a resume builder. But, I mean, who else are they going to play in the ACC? I mean, FSU maybe. They play that might FSU be their only competitor. Louisville. I think it's the only two teams. Yeah, and but Louisville we saw what like Louisville trash. looked like. Yeah. And Ole Miss looked scary. Yeah. I know Lane Kiffin wasn't calling plays, but – the amount of the Rolodex of pass options that Ole Miss had was scary to look at. Did you know Lane Kiffin still received his $100,000 bonus, even though he didn't coach for winning that game? Tidbit fact. Read that on the internet today. Lane. Dude, Love Lane it. has Ole Miss eating out of the palm of their hands, and I am all, I'm back aboard the Lane Kiffin train, the Lane train. It's okay. That's very <laughs> funny. I don't mind Lane Kiffin. Neither do for I. What, for whatever reason. And Kirby Why Smart at Georgia winning against Clemson, I was like, Love Good job, Kirby. Kirby. Like, I know. You, your, your face and your visor are getting disproportionate where it looks like you squeeze your visor onto your fat I know, face. I know. Lane Kiffin's done the opposite. He lost weight. Now his visor fits. And Kirby's like, I'm so stressed. My face is now fat. <laughs> he's getting a little bowling ball looking. But I, I, for, he's so lovable for some reason, Kirby. Lane he's, is like, it's I, he's ironically lovable but kirby's just i just want to see him succeed i'll reference lane kiffin later later in the huddle because he had he had a great internet presence this week my critical number of the week i have two and this is from dr matt oh this is this is a short one and it's credit to dr matt ray the alabama athletic strength and conditioning coach um 30 percent of soft tissue injuries are down at alabama because really? two years ago, when every single person was hurt, Tua was hurt, going to the national title, they're like, we need to do something different. They hired Dr. Matt Ray. I'm not even sure if he's a doctor. I mean, anyone, you know, if he's having success. There's plenty of chiropractors on the internet calling him himself a doctor. doctor. So strength and conditioning, if you looked at Alabama's offensive line, you were like, good load. Yeah. Um, but Did my, it say anything about his theory, like what he's doing differently? I think it's called steroids. Right. Under the radar steroids. Gotcha. Yeah, he's check, like check. he's like I'm a doctor. These are from Mexico. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a doctor. I'll I'll, I'll I'll give you some estrogen medicine just to balance yourself <laughs> right. out. Right. All right. If your voice cracks, just let me know. I got something for that too. <laughs> um, three hundred. My critical number. Critical number three hundred. I don't know. Tom Shoot. Tom Brady started his three hundredth <sighs> regular season game. This year, that's an in regular season. That's increments of of was that tonight? Sixteen. He did it tonight. I mean Thursday, yesterday. <laughs> Time travel. Time he did travel. it. He did it tonight against the, the Cowboys. He's a machine. And he played in the preseason games, didn't he? He, pro- he probably played a. I don't know. I don't know why he Does was playing ta- them at all, but maybe to prove to America that he's the world, that he's some superhuman robot. But maybe I think he did. I don't know. Y'all, Patriots fans are gonna or Bucks fans are gonna. I mean, are there any Bucks fans around? Probably not. Maybe. 
more Patriots fans that are still following him, probably. Um, yeah, the Pats are kind of were very, very much on the Tampa Bay bandwagon as they watched Cam Newton last year. They're like, I mean, and I've heard a lot of Pats fans say, "Well, I was really more of a Tom Brady fan than I was a Pats fan." I'm like, "Don't you dare!" Yeah, Don't but you now dare. look at him. I mean, I, Mac I'm, Jones, the second coming of Tom Brady. It might. It. I, I could only hope so. <laughs> right. Uh, right now, score update: Tampa Bay's up twenty nine nineteen on the on the Cowboys. I hope Trainer loses in agony. Um, <laughs> what is your stuck on this week? Stuck on. Oh, this actually was the old Miss. This is. I'm not. I'm not really stuck on it because I don't know how you go back from this. But there were four people ejected from the Ole Miss Louisville game for targeting. Yes. And I'm all for player safety. I'm all for minimizing head trauma. But these players are going full speed. It's. They didn't look intentional. Some of them don't look intentional. I don't know. I feel like there should be a bigger range of punishments for targeting. And I think yes. it's easy when you slow down to ultra slow, ultra slow motion replay to say, oh, his helmet grazed the other helmet or his head got lowered. But, you know, you're ejecting these kids that. On like bang, bang plays. Right. And some people should be ejected probably. But. And I don't know how they would, you know, I don't know who's going to raise their hand in the meeting and say, oh, we should walk back our safety protocols. But it's just Great a little, point. it's a, it's got, it's gone, the pendulum has swung a little too far. You've it's identi- hard to watch. You've identified the problem. Well, A, it's hard to watch because you're like. Again. W- what? It's like the last minute of a college basketball game. When sometimes. You're all over the place. Yeah. Like, sometimes when on. you watch, an, especially if it's really bad and you have to watch an injury over and over again, you're like, I can't. Watch this. This looks like it's yeah, painful. Right. But two, you you identified the problem. A, it's slowing down the game. B, it's throwing kids out that, in some instances, didn't have like malicious intent. Right. And the third, your third good point was how do you walk this back? How do you say this is the most safe we can ever be? Anyone that gives an illegal hit, we're gonna throw them out of the game to protect our players. How do you say? Maybe he didn't mean to do that. Maybe he didn't have intention of going helmet to helmet. Right. And there obviously would be debate about that. Was this intentional? Was this flagrant? Was this a flagrant foul? Was this a technical foul? Like, what? how do you judge that? There's going to be debate about that, too. But just an NBA, automatic ejection is, seems a little harsh for some of these kids who, A, maybe this is their last big stage to play on. Maybe they're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, they're basically... We've seen putting guys, it all out there. We've seen guys get thrown on national championship games. Right. It's it's tough to watch these kids who are, are maybe not always breaking the rules get punished so severely. And I don't know. I think where they can do better is they have to judge intent. The NBA refs, they are allowed to judge intent. They say flagrant right. one. They say flagrant two. They say intentional foul. Those are three variations of of fouls. There's a, right. and then and then there's a regular personal foul. Those those are four variations of a foul. The problem, and also excuse me, maybe not the problem. Actually, the solution would be is how the offensive player moves. Like if if a defensive player is already going in for the tackle, and the offensive player changes directions or lowers right. his head, right? You can see that in slow motion and say. 
hey, this guy, um, Jute left. The, the defensive player is already in the air, and he didn't see him, and that's how they ended up head-to-head. You can kind of see, like, the result. Now it's just big hit. They hear it. They throw the flag. They right. go over. They're, the refs are held to the letter of the law, which is initiating contact with the crown of the helmet. If that happens, then they're out. It's kind of like protecting the quarterback. They see someone's hand hit the graze the quarterback's helmet, and they're like, personal foul. So – the it the, there's gray area right and it's fixable right I feel like it's it's like well especially fixable. with modern technology and like maybe you can't judge what the defensive player's thinking but you can judge the way that like his body moves and the offensive player's body moves in conjunction and there's got to be a better way than just this black and white you're out of here I think there's also be an easy way for refs to throw the game if they really needed to, if they had some money on the line, which I know is totally illegal. I'm sure no referees do that, but oh, in the history of sports gambling, yeah, never. I'm yeah, sure. they don't know the over under when they're doing no, the coin flip. No. I'm sure they're like, I bet fifty dollars on the tails. So guess what? They're like, we're gonna have to throw some people out. Tails, you, you look good. You're out of here. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah, targeting targeting is an issue, and, and nothing. I wonder if it's kind of like the NFL. They have. They have penalties every single year at the beginning of the season. The refs enforce it for two weeks and then, then quiet it backlash. down. And then I wonder if the NCAA – well, they're not smart. Okay, I'll take all this back. But I want, I wonder aloud if the NCAA can say, hey, guys, let's start to tailor this back. But they can't because right. they'll, they'll flip, throw the flag and replay it every time. Yeah. So it's a tough one. And I'm all for player safety. But there has to be an evolution of – I mean, an evolution of the rule. All right, here's my third critical right. number. Brady and Gronk connect for their 100th touchdown. I don't Oh, my gosh. Is this one of those things where Tom Brady's going to play a game and another milestone will be will be made? Yeah. It's like yes. Tom Brady completes the pass for eight yards. That's his 10,000th thing. He now right. passes Peyton Manning. Oh, man. He's going to hold every record in the book if he keeps it up at this rate. It's very sad to be a Isn't Saints. Isn't he like 60 years old? Yeah. Simmons is old. <laughs> um, it's sad when your Hall of Fame, if you're a Saints fan and your Hall of Fame quarterback uh, retires and Tom Brady moves into your division, you're like, well, now what? <laughs> I thought thought this was uh, thought this was pretty straightforward. Like the Bucks were going to be bad. Carolina's bad. Yeah, Sam. Falcons are bad, like really bad. Uh, my stuck on is yeah. What are you stuck on? Two things. Well, same thing. Two different teams. Starting quarterbacks that won their week one games and their fan bases are calling them to be to be benched in favor of the second string quarterback. Example: Ohio State C.J. Stroud, who has the third going into the season had the third big best odds to win the Heisman Trophy. He missed some throws against Minnesota. They're screaming for their, his backup, Jack Miller. They beat Minnesota by, I think it was 14. I think the game was a little more contested than that. Maybe at the end, Ohio State outlasted them. And Florida, which I love because Alabama rolls into Florida in week three. Florida's quarterback who just got the starting job this year after kind of being a gadget play guy last year. Um, and wait, where is his name? Why can't I? Emory Jones is the starter and right now, everyone wants Anthony Richardson to come in because he's more skilled. He just doesn't have a better grasp on the offense. Now, Florida wants this figured out. 
before they go into Dan Mullins. I'm assuming well, before, you know they, what? before Alabama comes to town. Florida, the state of Florida is so well known for their critical thinking and good decision making. You're right. You're right. We should probably go with what the people of Florida think. <laughs> I, that's what I'm going to do and be like, I'm just going to get on Florida Twitter and be like, what do you, <laughs> can, can I smoke meth in a public restroom? Absolutely. Is their answer. I don't even, I think people in Florida would be like, wait a minute, you can't, you can't smoke meth? <laughs> what about, can I bring my pet alligator onto public transit? <laughs> He's trained. There's He's, large meats involved. He only bites <laughs> when provoked. Um, so the more it's interesting. It's funny thing. Yeah. Okay. I heard this somewhere. This is not my original thought, but I do agree with it. This is week one of football. It's like you're you're it's like you're meeting somebody for the first time and you have to make a snap first impression decision. And this is also after the weird last year where you didn't really get a feel for teams versus competition versus players because of the strange schedules and all the absences and all the craziness that was last year. So it's like we need to remember that these are kids, first of all, that have been – they've been either – it's been a – they're dusty. It's like they haven't played in front of a crowd in two years. They haven't mm-hmm. had to run these – you know, it's like the, there hasn't been this intensity out of conference play week one. So why don't we let the dust settle a little bit, everybody, and see what happens next week, see what happens the following week. And I think what people are referencing – with their concern is that Georgia started a walk-on for three weeks last year because he kept winning games. He beat Arkansas very ugly. He did something, and then he did something, and they benched him, and they brought in the backup, and he got absolutely rocked. And then JT Daniels coming off an injury played for a couple of games before he couldn't play anymore. Which quarterbacks are you talking about? Are you talking about Justin Fields and Jake Fromm? No, no, I'm talking about that's last year. No, oh, okay. <laughs> that's years ago. I was I'm like, talking that's about another Georgia blunder. We could go into that. But... <laughs> that's, but that's exactly it. That it. That, but that's even a better point. Jake Fromm got him to the national championship. They had Justin Fields. They said we're going to go with Jake Fromm because we have some loyalty to him. And Justin Fields transferred and almost won a national championship with Ohio State. So that is a very and I think similar Jake vein. Fromm just got- this is could be wrong. Did he just get cut from his NFL team? Is that right? I hate saying things that I don't know. I don't. I mean, know. I don't hate it. I say things I don't know about all the time. But yeah, uh, would you would you penalize me if I say I lost track of Jake from? <laughs> I would not. But yeah, I Jake, would not. Jake from, from completely forgot about that guy. <laughs> okay, don't quote me on the Jake from information then. But it's very funny to listen to fan bases be like, you know, you know who you need to really worry about. It's our second string guy. Um, what is your quote? I just giggled Jake Fromm, and it just came up, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> oh, well. Great one. Anyway. Well, you spelled Fromm wrong. <laughs> it autocorrected. Yeah, Google's like, I don't even recognize who you're talking about. <laughs> Google's, Google's lost like, track of him, too. Yeah, it's like, pretty sure he was cut <laughs> years ago. Yeah. What is your quote slash question of the week? Oh, question of the week. Where did I write this down? Oh, well, the quote of the week that I was going to was the Brian Kelly quote, but I feel like that's been overplayed and I've heard it everywhere. You have heard it everywhere, and it was hilarious to watch live. I didn't see it live. I've only seen it on replays. But I watched it live, and I was like... For those of you who don't know, Brian Kelly is the Notre Dame coach. He's the Notre Dame head coach, and the reporter asked him, and I'm going to paraphrase here, how do you feel about your team's win tonight? And he goes... I feel like my team lacked execution. I think I should execute all my players. Something along that line. He basically was trying to set himself up for his own joke. 
and mm. it's a it's a quote from yesteryear where this it's a quote from another another I coach in the seventies, and the in the seventies this guy was witty. He was known for his personality, and he could get he knew the room. He could read the room. And the reporter said, "How do you feel about your execute your team's execution?" And he said, "I'm in favor for it." Slam dunk joke, funny play on words. We get it. It's also the '70s, so not 2021. That's allowed. Brian Kelly was like, "I'm going to attempt to be funny. I am not funny, but here is my right. Here is my joke." And the reporter was like, "He did." The reporter like wasn't stunned. They just asked him the next question, like their canned questions that they have to ask that coach. And I sat there for a little bit. I was like, Did you just say that? You know, Brian Brian Kelly is partially responsible for the death of a college kid. <laughs> yeah, you can't have a body count when you say something like that. We uh we are a very famous Brian Kelly hating podcast. Never forget that Brian Kelly is a part of a a case where a kid was filming practice in a windy day and it fell over and basically live tweeted his own death because it's ah. like, it really windy. It's just a completely it's tragic terrible. situation. And underneath the rug it went and Brian Kelly kept his job. So we've been hating on Brian Kelly for a while. So don't let us miss this opportunity to hate on Brian, to Kelly, hate on so Brian Kelly. We're Notre Dame, all the passes they get in life in general. They're always voted into things that they don't deserve to be voted into. They're never as good as all the hype. I'm over Notre Dame. <laughs> I don't know what I like to watch more, like Notre Dame fans' expectations get squashed every year, or or just see Notre Dame like fall off the map. Or I don't the know fans what's more that get mad because their team doesn't get in because Notre Dame does because there's so many Notre Dame alumni that are on every voting committee. It's also very funny to think that there's going to be an entire. We're almost – that generation's almost dead, right? They're like, well, Notre Dame played on ABC every Saturday, and that's why we like Notre Dame. And you're like, right. well, all those people are dying like, out. Did you know Sewanee used to be in the SEC and they beat Alabama in the national championship in 1902? It's like, it's like over it. No, all those people are dead. So once we get <laughs> once we get rid of all those fans that like stopped watching Notre Dame on ABC because that was the only thing being covered because it was three channels, we're going to get some clarity in college football. Right. So that wasn't what I was going to say. It was my quote of the day. Oh, I'm glad we talked I, about that for five question. minutes. Completely forgot about that. This is my question. All right. The Washington football team has narrowed it down to eight potential names for their football team. All right. The, and this, my question for you is, which one would you choose? I don't know if they've released it as of. Let's just comment an on hour each ago. one. We can say yes or no, and then dive into depth. Okay. They released it as a win. Uh, as of before we came recording this, I don't think that they had said which one they'd chosen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Hogs, Defenders, Red, Red Hogs. That is phallic. So That's moving on, top notch, Defenders. Don't mind it. DC DC Defenders. They'd have to drop the Washington Defenders. They'd have to say DC Defenders. Yeah. Armada. Armada. Go. A fleet of ships. Go uh, Armada. Go Armada. Don't here, hate it. Here come, here come the ships. That's right. I mean, what would be their mascot? Like a like a warship? Would they put like, you know, Tampa Bay has got the pirate ship in the end zone? Do you put a pirate? Do you put an, the naval fleet in the end zone up on the stadium and shoot the cannons every touchdown? That'd be sweet. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with so f- So far, Amada, top of the list. Red Hogs, too graphic. Presidents? Nah. Nah, the Nats do that. Ugh. Don't they have the presidents racing around the, the diamond? Pretty sure most Americans are over presidents anyway. Yeah. That, Judging uh, by the climate. I'm pretty sure presidents are racist. Yeah, so. they're done. Presidents are over. Uh, brigade? What not a br- brigade? Isn't that a structure? No. 
That's oh, a bridge, a Matthew. It's a bridge. Uh, we come. Well, our father. Our father was a marine. We should know what we a brigade is. I think Barracks. it's a lot. I think it's a lot of of soldiers. Uh, commanders. Don't hate it. That's probably what's gonna. Commanders. Red Wolves. Okay. And then the Washington football team. I'd like the I like the Red Wolves with the idea that the whole stadium is to howl. Oh, can I yeah. like that? A little. That's louder. not what a wolf sound. Well. I don't know what a red you're wolf married, like. You're married to a naturalist. That's just, you just showed your colors. There's no, wolves don't howl. I'm pretty sure they howl in every single movie I've ever I know, seen. I know, I know, I know. They howl the like I just Liam howl because I'm losing my voice, but yes. I don't know. So I think uh, Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Commanders, Red Wolves, Washington football team. Uh, I like Time the idea. Time to place bets. I, yeah. bet it goes, I, bet, I bet it goes Commanders. All right. I like Commanders or what Red Wolves. Is that too close to Capitals though? I don't know. Same city. Same city. Also, Same what is a capital? I mean. Hey, we're the caps. <laughs> caps. We That's actually yeah, named but, after a building. But what about like the Mets? What's a metropolitan? What's like It's a, so old uh, and, a, and ingrained that I like, never question you know? it. What so. time is a flat circle? What is anything? <laughs> now we're getting really out there. That's right. This is why this is why I'm here. Did you know that if you touch your hands, the electric magnetic force of your other hand, you're actually not touching it. You're feeling the force of it pushing it together. There's actually enough room for, for tiny atoms to pass through. You're like, whatever, chemistry like, teacher. Uh, I'm in on that. Yeah, I'm just trying to get through this class. <laughs> All right, so that was my question. Um, I'm gonna go. What's your question? What's your quote? Uh, my my, who's who's in charge here? <laughs> Clearly, me. <laughs> this is Hello. this is deep seated. <laughs> it's hard to switch these roles. I'm feeling defensive because I'm the little brother. Um, my quote of the week, and I I want to give you the little quote, and then I'm gonna read you the full quote. And this is said by a guy named Will Hall, uh, the Southern Miss Southern Miss head yeah. coach. <laughs> he said, "I'm probably the biggest fraud fraud to come through here at this place in the last." 15 <laughs> I didn't even make it through it. Okay, I got it. I got it. I'm probably the biggest fraud to come through this place in the last 50 years. Some self, some some real self-deprecation. This is this after this is after his loss to um, uh, USA, right? Yes, University of South Alabama. Represent Mobile. Represent. Um, Can't believe that you South you Alabama know. wins football games. That's great news. We didn't even know they had a football team. It's I went new, back. Though. They built a it's they like, built a stadium down in. Uh, in Spring Hill or past Spring Hill, I forget where Spring Hill ends. Uh, oh, really? I thought they still played at Lad. There's, there's no way they go down to Lad Stadium. Not anymore. That is, that's a dangerous place. Um, <laughs> they built their own. They built their own shiny new facility out there at uh, the campus. This is anyway. So, Brian, so Will Hall. So Will Hall. Enough about another about not, not, enough about Conference USA football. <laughs> More about Will Hall. This guy was the offensive coordinator at Tulane for two years. He coached in Division II for a little bit. Um, this is the full quote because this is just, this guy is just having a day. I hope, you're, I hope our guys are excited. I'm not excited. My life's on the line. I feel like every day I wake up that sense I've, with that sense I've gotten here, I've let a lot of people down, and we've got to overcome that. We've, we've got to play better because right now I'm probably the biggest fraud to come through this place in the last 50 years. Okay, set me up with some back some backstory here. Is I this know his nothing. first year or this second is his, year? I think this is second year. Has had, no, no. Last year they had three coaches. And then how badly did he lose? 
Um, I don't know, something, nothing. But I went back in the last 50 years of Southern Miss football. There's a lot of winning seasons. I think there's 71 winning seasons since 1900-whatever they started playing football. But in 2012, they went 0-12. In 2013, they went 1-11. In 2014, they went 3-9. and That's bad. Lane Kiffin reacted to the clip on the, on Twitter and said, Deep breath. Good luck this weekend. <laughs> like Lane Kiffin really sticking up for his guy uh, south of him. He's up in Oxford. He, they're down there, and I don't even know where Southern Miss. Somewhere off the interstate. <laughs> As everywhere Mississippi is. Uh, just like, yo, dude, it's getting to you, isn't it? Will, All right. Mis- well, you Mr. know Hall, what? Coach? I, I appreciate an honest. So many coaches respond with a canned answer. Like we could have done this better. We could have. You know, our boys really executed or our boys could have done this. And he's like, listen, I'm which is true. He's like trying to claw his way up through Mm. a a coaching tree that he's going to have to win to keep his career going. He's feeling the pressure just like, you know, if his kids don't execute, then that's his job on the line. That's his, you know, career in trouble. So I kind of appreciate the intensity that he brings. Yeah. But you're really yeah, empathizing with to this garner guy. national headlines. You, you know, you got to have a little bit more composure if you're going to be a head coach. If you're at Southern Miss and your quote is coming up on some I'm like, a fraud. I'm a fraud. It's like, yo, dude, just <laughs> maybe this is your first lesson as head coach. Don't use the F word when referring to yourself. Do right. not call yourself a fraud. Southern Miss, you're going to be right. just fine. Right. You're going to line up against whoever is in the Sun Belt Conference. But good for him for going straight to the fraud word. He's like, I'm doubting myself worth as a head coach because of how bad my team is. I can only see this when I'm watching Sports Center late at night on Saturday with Scott Van Pelt. No, I don't think he has one on Saturday. Anyway, I can see Scott Van Pelt getting into Coach Hall's corner and celebrating his next success, whatever right. that is. I feel like in the sports world, we need to pick Mr. Hall up and say, right. your next win the internet will be stoked for you. Right. And he's coaching. It's again, it's it's kids that have been on basically football vacation for the last two years. It's like right. they haven't done it. It's been a different environment and it's time to get their act together a little bit or yeah. like brush the dust off. But it's week one. <laughs> let's let's all let's calm down a little bit. I hear Cottage Hill is a very hard place to play, though. So right. wherever the hell you, I forget what <laughs> the the various sections of Mobile are. <laughs> um, it's, Mobile, by the way, is in southern Alabama. I'm not sure if anyone here is aware of that. Um, Beautiful city. Um, it's hot. <laughs> if you, did you ever go back to Mobile after living out here for a while? I got out in a uh, Birmingham. That's not Mobile. I got out into a parking lot, and I thought I was going to die. It was like. It was August the 31st or something. I was like, I love it. Do people live in this environment? I would like to live on the sun. So there's that difference between us. The sun. Sun's hot. <laughs> Sun's pretty. You, you'd definitely be blonde there. <laughs> I'd work on it. <laughs> yeah. You might just be vapor. <laughs> um, with little time remaining, let's go through the top 10 matchups. You might not know as much as the BS I'm about to spew out of my mouth acting like I know, but there are two top Don't 10. doubt. My BS ability, Massey. I'm 99% BS. That's why you're our producer. Um, Iowa, Iowa State. Thoughts? No. Um, Iowa, number 10, Iowa, I believe is at Iowa State. Iowa State is favored by four and a half. Iowa won their game over Indiana. I think 
right now I want to toss out the word frauds with Indiana because Indiana has been talking so much trash since they almost won the Big Ten East last year or West or whatever they're in. I forget what they're in. But Indiana looked exposed. Iowa's defense looked good. I can only imagine that Iowa has a bunch of corn-fed, steak-fed, large Midwestern large men controlling the offensive-defensive line. They are coming off a win. Iowa State was coming off an unconvincing win against Northern Northern Illinois. And they play Iowa State this weekend? Yeah, Iowa-Iowa State. Big 12 versus Big 10. Is this the game that used to have the trophy where it was like the family stand and the dad was kneeling down with the corn? No way. Look that up. I think there was a trophy involved in this one. I feel like every Midwestern team, when they play some other Midwestern team, some sort of totem is traded. Right. And they canceled the trophy (coughs) because it was so made fun of. Oh, they got their feelings hurt because their trophy was ridiculous. How dare you? How dare you mark mark our mock our corn culture um i will say that yes it was oh okay all it right was. let me look at that this it's is great a, radio it's a uh great radio we're looking at an image of a trophy with between <laughs> iowa and canceled. iowa state it's a mother holding a child and then a son standing and then a farmer kneeling down on one knee showing his family a, a, a corn a piece of corn out of a corn basket guys this is corn. <laughs> yes, is corn. Father, we will grow this the rest of yeah, our lives. And so will our decision. sons and our daughters. I mean, I'm all for a good rivalry. I'm all for a good trophy, but this should have been this trophy should have been run by a few more people outside of the state of Iowa. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 it's great. It's great. You're gonna love the trophy. And the committee was like, okay, I guess we'll just trust him. <laughs> okay, so that's this weekend. What else is up? Um, I what is stay- week two offering? Actually, I feel like it's kind of a week. Lineup. This is this is the uh, this is the big one. Oregon is traveling oh. to the horseshoe to face number three, Ohio State. Oregon is got Ohio State is favored by 14 and a half points. What what do you know about Oregon? I haven't even I didn't watch any Oregon. All last I know weekend. is that my coworker Schroeder Baker loves Oregon and he's going to this game, and every time he goes to a game, they lose. Oh. And that is all I have to know about this game. We need somebody to beat Ohio State, though. Do you think this is this could be the weekend? Well, C.J. Stroud might get exposed if there are Oregon's defensive end and I'm, uh, Thibodeau, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Um, the number one pick in the draft, he's a defensive end. He is trouble. Ohio State's defense looks like their Achilles heel. If if right. Oregon can start scoring and C.J. Stroud can get rattled, he missed a couple of throws, like I mentioned earlier in the show. That is their chance. Oregon gets some mo. Their defense shows up. Other than that, I think Ohio State's skilled positions are off the charts. Running back, wide receivers, offensive line, off look national look championship cal- caliber. Defense, not so much. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I didn't, I didn't watch Ohio State or Oregon last week, so I'm not a either fan, so I don't have any comment on that. All right, Homer pick. This is the last one. UVA UVA is favored by ten against Brett Bielema and the Illini, who beat Scott Frost and Nebraska last or two weeks ago. Everyone thought that Brett Bielema was the next thing in the Big Ten. They lost to whomever last week. Um, he comes to Charlottesville. Bronco Mendenhall is favored by ten. I don't like Virginia in any sort of favored position, so I'm I'm nervous. I think the tailgate scene is going to be off. Off the chain. 
<laughs> I think in my yeah, actually, I, don't, yeah, I think they regulate it now, but. I think parties are going to be going on in Charlottesville. It's going to be a great weekend to be in Charlottesville. It's going to be sunny. There's going to be some <sighs> sundresses still. It's going to be warm, um, crisp in the air. In my four years, I think I won at UVA a total of four games in four years. We we so had the upset there against no, Florida State. That sounds awesome. That was the only football game I remember us winning. You probably won. Awesome. If you beat Florida State during that time period, you probably won more games. It was, it was an insane upset. That's all I remember. Storm. Okay, <laughs> nice. Really exposing ourselves. Really diehard. Bleed, bleed orange really, and blue. Fifteen years ago, college football. I walked into uh, my first UVA game. Mark Sanchez and USC came to down. Wow, came to town. There well. was a flyover. I was like, this is sweet. I know. Uh, I loved it. I went to every football game though. And loved it. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, Memory is fading though. <laughs> yeah. A little gray during that period. It's it's my old age. My fleeting memory <laughs> wasn't at all my habits during that those my tenure there in Charlottesville. Not, all right. Um, lastly, uh Packers are favored by three and a half versus the Saints. They're playing in Jacksonville. I think the Saints are disruptive. I think Packers cover that. I'm sorry. I for the last four years, I've been choosing the Saints and the points every single time. I'm going to have to rethink that strategy. This could be the weekend, though, Massey. Um, oh, speaking of, though, yeah, are you putting any bets down now that Wyoming has legal sports gambling? So I, I have to choose between DraftKings and MGM, those two, those two websites. And I got kind of distracted. But in DraftKings, it's too digital. It looks like the Matrix. It's just green and black. And on the MGM site, there's little football helmets and there's other little graphics that are colorful that help me navigate and I recognize things like if you came up and just say Air Force I'm like okay yeah Air Force but if you put that helmet with a lightning bolt on I'm like oh yeah okay Air Force okay yes Air Force duh so I'm going to start gambling some money I mean you might as well I know that uh, y'all put a couple of couple of bets down every week do y'all have anything going on this week I'm gonna have to look at our lineup this week. Usually, we have to if you know, Dawson, transfer if money Dawson from like bets, the Caymans to somewhere, yeah. but <laughs> finally, we can do it. You know, legit in our home state. It's gonna be. This great. is hypothetical for all those uh, for all those narcs Allegedly. out there. Yeah, it's very funny. I never thought. I never. I didn't really like the idea of wiring all that stuff different places, and so I just follow it rather than actually have skin in the game. It makes those random like color rush games on Thursday nights. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. So so allow me allow me to uh to say I'm gonna start internet gambling instead of just like in person gambling. Right. Right. So I don't have someone's like some Nigerian prince doesn't call me with us and be like, You won the Nigerian lottery. You're like, like, Great. All I need to give you is my bank account information, my social security number. Yes. <laughs> I'm available. Someone texted me last week. It's very funny. I got injured and uh all of a sudden people really started hammering me with with uh text messages how much money I won. But um <laughs> a lo- one of our long lost relatives died and apparently I'm the heir. So I'm gonna get I think it's I think it's twenty five million euros. Oh perfect. Just yeah. in time. You'll get you'll get none of that. I don't think I don't think I'll have room in my life. I'm gonna spend most of it. No, no, I take a ten percent cut. I'm your producer and your manager. Wow, he's really negotiating you. <laughs> yeah. Where you heard you it get, first here, people. Where'd you get title manager? <laughs> I was born with it. <laughs> Sports fans. 
It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Adele, for coming in out of the out of the KHOL shadows and right. getting into your you microphone. You're digging road. deep. If it's just me and you, Massey, Not I at appreciate all. the invite. You were fire. <laughs> Sports fans, that is it, and that is all. <laughs>